0: Today is August 8th, 2017, and this is episode 9. Hit the music.
1: Big, bad, and never sad. Here's the Bros. Being Dudes.
0: Welcome to the Bros. Being Dudes podcast. This is episode 9, almost 10. Almost uh, two hands, two digits. Yeah, episode nine. Uh, We're pumped about it. Uh, To my right, Garrett, how are you doing? How are you doing? Tyler? Doing good. Yeah, so uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about Cutler, Uh, you know, Hall of Fame, Johnny Football, Brady. Uh, I think we're making a return of the the Grinders, is that correct, Garrett? We are. Yeah, oh, I think they're missing it. If you're missing the Grinders, you know, that's your your hand. hand. That's on Garrett. Okay. Let's start off with um, our top story here is Jay Cutler to Miami. The Miami Dolphins and former Chicago Bears quarterback Jay Cutler agreed to a one-year deal. And that was on Sunday. The deal is worth $10 million uh, plus $3 million in incentives. In May, Cutler retired from the NFL, hired by Fox as a game analyst. Um, the Dolphins coach, Adam Gase, has played a significant role in convincing Cutler, other reasons why he should play for the Dolphins. Um, they also raised the monetary offer. Sources close to the situation said, Cutler, who's 34, started 15 games in 2015 with Gates Gaze, as his offensive coordinator, throwing for 3,600 yards, 21 touchdowns, 11 picks for the Bears, completing 64.4% of his passes. Others in consideration for the job was Kaepernick, Tebow, and Orton." This obviously all comes after Tannehill being hurt. Still don't really know what's happening with Tannehill. Uh, they went ahead and signed Cutler. Garrett, what are your initial reactions to
2: this? Um, I think uh, out of all the quarterbacks available, is uh, the, obviously the right choice for the Miami Dolphins in the system that they have in place there.
0: Right. That was kind of a, you know, we were seeing people on sports TV reacting, uh, upset that Kaepernick didn't get the job here. But you know, like we were talking about personally, was this is a system kind of game, and Gates wants a guy that can stand in the pocket, deliver the ball, and right. he knows what he's getting with color. Tyler.
1: Well, I don't know why they weren't considering Matt Moore to be the quarterback. He That's played in, their backup. Well, he played in four games last year. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the point of a backup if you're not going to use him? Okay. If the first guy goes down, he had a. Uh, you know, everyone's citing this 2015 season in which Jay Cutler played for Adam Gase in uh, Chicago, Chicago, and they say it was his best year. Well, last year in the four games that Matt Moore played, his QBR was 81.7 versus this great year that everyone says Jay Cutler had was uh, 65.1 QBR. And even last year, Jay Cutler played in five games, and his QBR was like 27.8. Well, I'm with you. Initially, I
0: was like, wow, Matt Moore being thrown under the bus initially. Um for what it's worth, Gay said right now, uh, Moore is their starter. That was before Color showed up today for practice. Um, I'm I'm sure it's kind of a competition, but I, I'm guessing Color will get it. I think it's just ish
2: you know, reassurance to have color over, over more. Well, I think color is probably uh, more talented than that. Moore is in terms of arm uh, talent. You know, and he probably gives them Probably a better chance of winning games, you know, against the teams that they had to play in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I don't know who their third-string guy was, but, you know, they needed some depth at the quarterback position. Yeah, I don't and think
2: Kaepernick was truly an option for Adolph. Yeah, guy. everyone's
0: getting really upset about the Kaepernick as far as the social issues go, and that's why he's not doing it in Miami. It's like, listen, like, they play in a pro style. They don't want to implement a spread where Kaepernick exceeds really well. That's his game. They just want a guy that can stand in the pocket, deliver a gun, and Gase has seen Color do that before. They speak the same language. They know the same you know terminology, and that's
2: just what it is. You know, when Kaepernick. You know, was in San Fran with Harbaugh. You know, yeah. Alex Smith goes down in the middle of the year. That completely changed the offense for Kaepernick to succeed. And, and they did it well. They did it well until the read option stopped working for those mobile quarterbacks. And he had become a pocket passer and he didn't do as well.
0: Let's just remember Adam Gase is paid to win games. And so he's going to do it the best way he knows how, which is with his system. He doesn't want to have to change that. He knows what he's getting with color. Right. Color, right,
1: you know who his speaks this language you guys are talking about? Matt Moore. Does he? I just felt like he got screwed over here. Bringing in a Jake Cutler. This guy, I feel like he could do it for the whole season. Well, it's so not like, I mean, he's still there. He can still win the starting spot. Yeah, if he's yeah, better, he'll be there. You brought in Jay Cutler to start. You didn't bring him in to back him up.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't... I mean, you brought him in to have him add some depth. Yeah, you think he's going to start, but if Moore's better, then there's nothing wrong with Moore being better. And you're
2: going to put the guy who's better at the Are start they, spot. though? Yeah. I don't yeah. know about
0: that. What allegiance do they have to Jay Cutler? Do they care? It's $10 million, dollars, Jay I
1: guess. Feel- I mean... Depending on on the bench, probably isn't
0: doing much for him. When Tannehill gets hurt, I mean, you're not going to have your ideal situation. I think the Dolphins are doing the best they can. And, again, la- you know, yesterday you hear a lot about Kaepernick's record and Jay Cutler's record being compared. Again, not very valid point here. The Dolphins aren't winning the Super Bowl. I don't know why we care about those two guys' records. Right? But the fact that Tebow was on this list uh, blows my mind. He's in the minor leagues. (laughs) Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. I didn't, yeah, is he, I don't know how old he is, but, uh, yeah, I just don't understand those two. I mean, again, people are getting upset that he was in the same, uh, Kaepernick was being compared to Tebow and Orton. That's not the case. You need competition in terms of driving down a negotiating price. You know, if you only have one guy, that guy can negotiate out of this world. They brought in Ford, you know, Cutler, Cap, Tebow, and Orton. You know, they want the best man, they want the lowest price.
1: I don't know why uh, Cap can't get a job somewhere else, though. Yeah. I saw a story yesterday that uh, for the Jets, Christian Hackenberg couldn't even get out of the huddle twice. Like, he just didn't know the play, couldn't call it, and couldn't get out of the huddle. They kicked him out of practice because he didn't know what the hell he was doing. I mean, I mean Kaepernick <laughs> should be on the he, team, Is he going to make the Jets worse? I don't think so. No, he's going to make them Christian better. Christian Hackenberg can't even call a play. Maybe they're trying to tank, honestly. That could be a possibility. The Jets? Yeah. Try to get Sam Darnold or one of these quarterbacks. Right.
0: Tavernick should be a, a quarterback in this league. Absolutely. Don't know what Hackenberg's problem is. Like, what's that about? He's not a rookie. I don't know. I, I don't know why not he kind That's of one of these, like,
1: career guys? Like, he was a good high school quarterback, you know, went to Penn State. Yeah, he was Like, he's been a quarterback his whole life, like, in a good yeah. one, too. So, I don't know why he can't.
0: Yeah.
2: His issue is. Yeah, and he Bill O'Brien was his coach freshman year, so he's you know been around like a pro offense for some time now. Be able to get out, out of a huddle. It's ridiculous. That's embarrassing, is what that is.
0: Uh, speaking of Matt Moore, uh, last <laughs> night the I don't watch a lot of baseball. Let's let's not kid ourselves Moore here. But I yeah Matt Moore the pitcher for the Giants against the Cubs. Just turn on the TV here. Top three. Okay, Matt Moore is pitching. Buster Posey is catching. And, boy, could Matt Moore not hit his spots. It was just, I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I'm like, gosh, dang it. Who who is this guy? Come to find out, Matt Moore. You know, I'm thinking, wow, he plays baseball, too. You know who could hit his spots? Two different guys, Matt Moore.
1: Matt Moore, the quarterback. (laughs)
0: Yeah. He's just putting balls in dirt, not hitting his spots. Buster Posey's getting pissed. And then there's a guy on third, throws one in the dirt, gets away from Posey, steals home. Just unaware. I just, um, you know, that's when I turn the game off. Let's move on to our top stories of the uh, of the day. This weekend, Saturday night, I believe. Hall of Fame induction ceremony, uh, pro football. Morton Anderson, Terrell Davis, Kenny Easley, Jerry Jones, Jason Taylor, LT, your boy Garrett, Kurt Warner uh, all got inducted. Um, speeches were very long. Some of them were good. Uh, just very long speeches. Garrett, reactions?
2: Uh, it was great to see my uh, favorite athlete of all time, Ladanian Thompson, get in, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. You know, I really
1: like, loved watching him play.
2: Yeah, he's fun to watch, Tyler. Uh I
1: thought the speeches were pretty long and boring, but I think uh, the precedent set with some of these players, like Kurt Warner and um, uh, Terrell Davis, yep. they both were only good for a couple of years, really. So I think this. I don't know what you guys think, but I think uh, Gronkowski yeah. is a guaranteed Hall of Famer just for even how short his career was, based on the fact that Kurt Warner and uh, Terrell Davis both got in.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I I guess I'd find it hard to not put Gronk in there, but obviously, uh, obviously is it obvious? I don't yeah. I I don't think no it's thing. obvious. I don't think it's obvious. I think it is.
2: He's been at elite his, He's been elite at his position for I don't know how many years.
0: Elite, now. yeah, but if you think about like a guy like Tony Gonzalez who just dominated tight ends, or even like you know like a Todd Heap kind of guy, like those guys are just tight end staples. For oh, like a Tony decade. Gonzalez is going to get in. Yeah, I'm just saying though, is Gronk at that Tony Gonzalez level? Yes, dominant. Obviously, but he doesn't
1: like he misses so many. Now, I'm talking games, about
0: though. career career stats. And it's a career.
1: That, it's a career award if you yeah. want to call it that. You know, it's not just I mean, for a couple of years. He's got, like, what, like near, or like, 70
2: touchdowns already. I think he honestly deserves to be
0: in. I mean, I hope he does. Time will tell. UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen, Rosen discussed the academic challenges involved with being a college football player in a wide-ranging interview with Bleacher Report, saying, quote, football and school don't go together, and suggesting that Alabama would not be as successful if the Crimson Tide were uh, to raise the SAT requirement. Another quote here. Then there's the other side that say raise the SAT eligibility requirements. Okay, raise the SAT requirement at Alabama and see what kind of team they have. You lose athletes and then you lose the product on the field that suffers. Um, you know, I could say it's hard to disagree with Rosen here. Um, yeah, two full-time jobs, uh, being a full-time student and full-time athlete. And yeah, I think Alabama would not be as good if they wrote uh, rose their academic standards. That's just how it is. Those guys go there to play football.
2: I think mean, that'd be true for all schools. Yeah, if they raised them, obviously you're not going to get as good a player Sometimes
0: harder to recruit for Stanford than it is Alameda.
1: That's just how it is. Yeah. That just goes to how show. Uh, that goes to show how good Stanford is, though. Incredible, it's awesome right? Being you know a top 15 yeah. team, even with all those academic requirements. Yeah. Uh,
0: Vince Wilfork is retiring uh, from the NFL, and he made the announcement. Uh, in a method benefiting uh, his 300-plus-pound nose tackle. Uh, Wilfork declared the end of his career in a tweet that also served as an ad for Kingsford Charcoal, saying that he would hold a farewell tailgate before the Pats uh, open the regular season against the Chiefs on September 7th. Quote, no more cleats, I'm moving on to smoke meats, fellas. Uh, Wilfork, five-time Pro Bowler Tyler.
1: If you haven't seen this commercial, yeah. or ad or whatever it is, you gotta go see it. He walks into the locker room, takes off his ankle tape, hangs up his cleats, and then grabs a pair of uh, tongs. Uh, tongs. Yeah, and he walks out to the grill. He's got his overalls on. You know, great Classic commercial. Overalls. Great commercial from a great player. Uh, when he went to Houston, and as a Pats fan, I was pretty sad. But yeah, he had a great career. He's a Patriot for life, though. Yeah,
2: definitely. You're on the topic of Hall of Fame earlier, do you think he is?
1: A hall um, famer? I need to look more into it. I,
0: I mean so. initially I would say yes, just from a personality standpoint, but personality doesn't get you into the hall. Obviously I think I'm I'm biased towards the guys I watch. Well you know. think about
2: the uh, football hall of fame, you know, you don't have like no time restraints like for when you can get inducted. True. Baseball yeah. you only get ten years. Uh, football great, like, great example,
0: T O still right. not in. Right. Tough, tough, tough for him to not be in. Uh, Johnny Manziel, he said if he's unable to return to the NFL, he still wants to remain in sports, uh, possibly as a coach at the college level. He said, I do something involved with sports. I can't get away from it. I've had to ask myself that a little bit as of late over the past years. But at the same time, I'd want to be involved in sports in some way, whether it's coaching, whether it's doing something like that. So I think that'd be my route. Tyler, what do you think of Johnny being a coach?
1: I think his route should still be trying to be a football player. Really? Well, he went to the Browns, and that doesn't necessarily give you the best opportunity to succeed at quarterback. I mean, who has succeeded there as a quarterback? I think he should get another try to play in the NFL. I wish Brady Quinn did. He's a playmaker. Garrett? I mean,
2: it's uh, it's stuff being a quarterback in the NFL, and I don't know if his game translates there. Right. And. He's proven that so far.
0: My thing is, why doesn't he go to Canada and be the face of Canadian football?
2: Uh, it's Canada. That's number one. Why does he want to play football
0: there? He would tear it up if he still likes to play. If he still wants to be a quarterback, go to the Canadian Football League. Yeah, I
2: yeah.
0: just feel like, like the field's a little bit bigger. I feel like, isn't it? Like the end zone's a little wider. I mean, a people lot of- get a running start. I just feel like he could just get out there, and kind of run around.
2: Well, a lot of guys, you know, try to go to the Canadian Football League after failing the NFL. You think that they're going to tear it up, but a lot of them just don't. I feel like Johnny would tear it up. I mean, it's it's tough to say. Yeah. If he's a coach, I think that would be interesting for the players he coached. Because they all know about him, you know.
0: I would like to see him as like a quarterback coach somewhere. Yeah. i just imagine him in a film room breaking down some defense.
2: No? He strikes you as a film guy? I don't know. I feel like he might be.
0: Uh Timberwolves owner wants a uh, meeting with Wiggins before a max deal. Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor said Monday that he's ready to commit nearly $150 million to Wiggins with a max level extension of his rookie contract. Before he does so, he wants to sit down face-to-face with Wiggins and hear uh, from the former number one overall pick uh, to commit to the franchise in a similar fashion. Tyler, thoughts on this Wiggins guy?
1: think you need to sign him to this long term deal, hit him yep. and cat or your future. Bring in Butler certainly helps, so I think it's a no brainer to sign Wiggins to the long term. The guy's twenty two. I know they're really He's young. He's very
0: young. And this pretty much puts an end to the Kyrie thing, probably. Kyrie going to the Wolves. If they sign Wiggins, it's gotta be Well if be they sign to
1: the to him to a long term, maybe the Caps would still want to trade just so they have Wiggins long term. So I don't
0: think the Timberwolves sign a long-term with Wiggins just to get Kyrie. When Kyrie is publicly said, he's not going to long commit long-term long term to anywhere.
2: Well, if you sign Wiggins, you know, you're committing to him long-term.
0: So they to they want him in a Wolves uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. I want them to sign it.
2: If he works a little harder on defense, I think he'll be fine.
0: Absolutely. Let's move on to uh, a grinder. Garrett's grinder. Care, yes. What do you got for us? Uh,
2: my grinder uh, for today is uh, Mike Trout. He uh, celebrated his uh, 26th uh, birthday yesterday, mm-hmm. and on his birthday, uh, he had his 1,000 career hit. Great good for milestone. him, right? Yeah, great milestone for him to accomplish on his birthday.
0: Uh, he's 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 really good, isn't he?
2: He's very good. What was
0: that thing they had all like? The, they were just showering him with s- crap.
2: Yeah, I don't food. know what that was about. Like That eggs, baby powder, yeah, during the shower, or whatever, smashing
0: eggs on them, yeah, interesting. Baseball, baseball, gotta spice it up a little bit, no yeah. pun intended. There, uh, our final topic for the day is uh, Brady's brain bucket. Uh, it's about Tom Brady. Tom Brady answering questions, uh, from reporters in a new co- news conference on Friday, um, was the first time since the Super Bowl. He did not confirm he sustained a concussion last season. Brady's wife, Giselle Bunchin, had said in May that Brady was concussed last season. This is what Tom said. Tom said, I don't want to get into things that happened in my past, certainly medical history and so forth. I really don't think that's anybody's business. Uh, what happened last year, I'm focused on this year and improving and working on things that I need to get better at. Very Tom Brady response. He also said, so I'm confident in what I do. I'm confident in the things I do and the ways I train, you know but it's a contact sport and I think we all understand that. There are a lot of great benefits that football brings you. Certainly, you can be put in harm's way, so you don't. So you just uh, do the best you can do as a player and obviously, it's great that there is more awareness for those types of things. This has been a very important topic, uh, certainly, but you just have to try to be proactive and take care of your body the best way you can. So, um, on the concussion topic, Tom thinks it's really no, uh, none of your guys' business. Uh, Initial thoughts on this?
2: It's not my business. He's not on the injury report. I don't know why we keep asking him about uh, his injuries that he might have, you know.
1: Yeah. Plus, this is his last
2: season. I mean, it's been over with for a while
1: if he did have a concussion. Absolutely. It's kind of put him in a tough position because if he said he doesn't have concussions, then he's calling his wife a liar. Well, why would you tell ever say that? I don't know. She wants him to quit. I'm sure huh? they talked afterwards, but. If he says he did and he hid it from the Patriots, that makes him look bad. And if he said he told the Patriots no, and they, well, it does make him look bad because then he's not concerned about his health, even. And that contradicts his whole, like, dieting thing and all these meals he makes because he's always. I talking think about his winning
0: health. is above diet in this case for Tom Brady. Bob Lee said, The hell it isn't anyone's business. So Bob Lee thinks it is their business. I have a hard time believing it's Bob Lee's business how Tom Brady is feeling and his concussions or not.
2: Yeah. He owes
1: Bob Lee nothing. He <laughs> owes the reporters nothing.
0: Getting fired up. Yeah. Bob Lee does not deserve anything from Tom Brady.
1: Right. If Tom wants to talk about his concussions, he will. But if he doesn't want to talk to it, why, you know, after his career maybe and he wants to like have his brain studied or whatever, then he can like talk about concussions or whatever. But if he doesn't want to talk to it, talk about him when he's having them, even though that's an unconfirmed report. Right. It's just his wife said that he did. I don't think that was ever medically. Did she ever
2: did she actually know if he had a
1: concussion? I don't know. She I don't think she's a doctor, is she? I don't think she is.
0: No. And the thing is Tom probably would never self diagnose a concussion. But the thing is that Patriots training staff never took him out for anything that right. we that we are aware of.
2: Is there any point in time last season where Tom Brady looked a little off? I don't know. He looked pretty good when he was. He looked in. pretty good to me. <laughs>
0: I just I don't understand Giselle saying this. I think, you know, ulterior motive here, she wants him done. It's not the way to do it, though, in right. my opinion. Um, and every NFL player knows the risk they're yeah. taking when playing football. Tom Brady football. knows it's, the risk. It's very well known. And they're all, clearly they're willing to risk it. Right. Because they get paid a crap ton and they love doing it. Yeah. So um,
2: Tom Brady's yeah. a smart guy. Very smart guy. He's going to take care of his body, which he has, like, you know, with all his diet and stuff. He's going to take care of himself. So I just have a hard time believing that, you know, if he had a concussion, they wouldn't tell anybody.
0: And even if he didn't, again, not really any of our business.
2: It's not our business. It's just really
0: not. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, let's move on to final thoughts. Garrett, uh, final thoughts for today, August 8th.
1: It's none of your business, Bob Lee.
0: Yeah, I like that. Tyler?
1: just wanted to uh, go back to the Vince Wilfork thing. I don't know if his stats could... Get him into the Hall of Fame. He only had 16 career sacks. You know, uh, three or 560 tackles. Uh, 366 of those were solo. So he's, he's a, little, a fan favorite, though. He is a fan favorite. But if you look at like some of the all-time greats that are DTs, I mean, uh, who was? It? I think it was Mean Joe Green had like 90 sacks. Tough to beat that. And he's at 16, so he's a little... Yeah, up. they play
2: a different play style, though. I mean, Joe Green was like, what, 275? Will Fork's a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. I know, different, but do they, they replace that? Same position, the, though. Well, I think he was pretty dominant for the years that he was playing, you know, on part of three championship teams Warren Sack Olympics, had 96 and a, and a half.
1: Warren Sack had 96 and a half. What, are we just going off Sack? Well, he's not a sack. 19 forced fumbles. Vince right. Will Fork had four. Well,
0: listen, Vince isn't necessarily a big stat guy, but he's plucking up a gap. Does that it's get he's plugging up hall two of, gaps. That,
1: does that get you in the Hall of Fame though? I don't know, but he's playing the game a little
0: different and he's still having production whether it's in the stat book or not. He what he was with
2: five Pro Bowls. You look at Aaron Donald.
1: Good. You look at Aaron Donald Donald, he's been in the league for three years and he already has twenty eight sacks. Again, two different
2: play styles. Aaron
1: Donald's like this like ginormous
2: guy. He's a little faster than the offensive line that he's playing against. That's why he's getting all these sacks. Wilfork, he's not there to get sacked. He's there, hes there to plug up hole.
1: Speaking of D line, well, does that get you into the Hall of Fame though? Was the question. Well, we'll find out, won't we?
0: Time will tell, Ty. I—I'm uh, with you though. Hard to tell. Um, you know, my final thought is uh, we're thinking about setting up a website here. Gonna write some articles. Uh, you know, I know we got some some diehard fans out there that would like to write some articles for us as well. Tweet us. We like—we like Twitter. Big
2: you know, Twitter guys.
0: Big Twitter guys. Uh, you know, reach out to us, and uh, we'll see what we can do. And uh, we'll keep everyone updated and in the loop. Um, you know, thank you for listening to Episode 9. Next one, Episode 10. I think we're going to have some good stuff for you. And until next time, uh, see you later.